0: Welcome to Conversation Matters. How can I help you? Of course. Did you bring your prescription in with you today? Yes, if I could take a look at it for just a moment. Thank you. Let's see. A conversation about being lonely during the holidays? do have a certified conversationalist available right now. Sure. When you're ready, take your prescription and go right through that door. I've let him know that you're here and he'll be ready for you.
1: Come in. Come in. Welcome. Can I see your prescription? Let me see that. Okay. Hmm. You too, huh? You're going to be alone on Christmas and the holidays? Well, you know exactly what I meant. I'm going to be alone on Christmas Day too. No, I'm serious. I am. That's why I want to talk to you today. This prescription that you have is very important to me. And the holidays are stressful and they're full of, uh, oh gee, we have so many unexpected events and so many things happen during the holidays that are unusual and can cause a lot of anxiety and problems for a person. Not to mention the financial strain of Christmas. I think we overdo it a little bit as a society and we we put way too much undue stress on people. And maybe that's because I've had many successful Christmases with my family. I like to uh, think that there's more important things than just opening presents under the tree. Being with people you love, being able to share your life with someone is truly the greatest gift in the universe. Love, hope, building a future with people that you care about. That really matters. And it's important to me. And it outweighs any financial or gain or gift you could give someone otherwise well the the days leading up to Christmas Christmas is on a Wednesday I believe this year in uh, 2019 and Sunday Monday (coughs) excuse me Sunday Monday and Tuesday leading up to Christmas I'm off I should be off all day, and I should be able to spend the whole time with my family. But due to my schedule, it's the kind of schedule I have, I work 3 to 11 on actual Christmas Day. Yes. Mm-hmm. I start back for my week. And uh, everyone else will be at home. I will literally be one of the <laughs> loneliest human beings On the planet that day from say two o'clock to midnight Christmas Day now I might be the loneliest but I'm not alone there's a lot of people who work in 24 7 businesses that have to attend their jobs to make sure everyone else is safe to make sure all the you know doors are closed the bells are on a ring the heat stays on and the lights stay on and those people work 24 7 doesn't matter what day of the week it is this year I drew the short straw but in years past I've been home with my family on Christmas Day and I can't complain being away from them on that day and it's happened several times in the last 20 years for me due to the nature of my regular job it really gives you an it gives you an outlook it really gives you an introspective look on the world It makes you really appreciate when you are not alone and I know the focus of this is you're alone on the holidays You're not going to have anybody with you on that day. And it might be a tough, tough time. I know it's silly, but you're not really alone. You could find people out there that are in the same situation as you. And you can reach out to them. And it might be as silly as going to a... 24-hour truck stop or diner or Denny's restaurant there's always some place open even on Christmas Day and people are out there making sure that those who need those services are taken care of with respect and dignity on Christmas Day I'm going to do a couple tiny very tiny very minute very small kind gestures to those I pass or run into that day. Something of a minor tradition myself. Maybe I'll just hand them a small box of cookies from my home. Or I will open a door or give a kind word to someone I passed that day. I look around and, and I think about loneliness the, the term loneliness in the age of the internet you're never really alone you're always a couple keystrokes away from talking to another human being I don't think we are actually alone anymore in the universe something has changed and for you to actually be alone in a quiet room away from everyone you have to actually remove yourself you really do there are so many wonderful support groups and uh, clubs and hobbies that you can join groups for just about any cause any hobby any illness even and you can get a social network of like-minded or like-suffering friends you can you can build that network and you can be a supportive member of it and help everyone around you you only possibly could be alone in this universe i i think now i don't know this i only think it if you choose to separate yourself at this point It could be something as silly as a hobby, collecting matchbook covers, but there are groups out there that do it, or the Sons of the Desert that still worship the comedy of, um, oh, I can't remember their names. Laurel and Hardy, yeah, some fan I am. But you could join the Sons of the Desert. You could become a Three Stooges fan, silly as it sounds. There's fan groups for everything and anything, and every disease has a support group. Every illness has a support group. I have friends and family who have a similar disease. I do. And they met. They didn't know. My friends didn't know my relative had the disease, and my family didn't know about my friends, of course. And they met and realized they were associated with me. At a support group, and I was so really thrilled that they made a connection and they became friends and it was so interesting to me the things that bring human beings together it's very strange, and there's a underlying karma to the universe. The universe is a strange place. I really don't believe in predestiny and I don't believe everything's mapped out for us. I really believe when you take an action, you go forward in time, when you make a decision, you're changing the constant flow of time and space around you. At least from your point of view, your perspective of the universe. And you can make changes in your life, things can things can change instantly in life sometimes for the worse God forbid we step into the street and don't see a car coming at us but there's also good things that happen and as long as you're aware and keeping your eye on the road and looking both ways when you cross the street you might run into Someone on a different path, a different trajectory, and you can make make something of it. It happens, and it's not that silly, and it's not that trite of a thing to say like, "Oh, you know, just keep your eyes open, keep your feet on the road, keep your eyes open that's just th- there is something to be said about the human experience. You can make whatever you want out of life. And I know a lot of you out there right now who are listening to this. Because you have maybe even extreme loneliness in your life. When you're not able to connect with those you love or those you you wish you could be around. Family, friends, fellows from work. You can't give up. You can't give up on it. I grew up... when the world was separated into, and there was a wall around Berlin... and Germany was two different countries... and in the blink of an eye... In, in respect to time and politics... which hardly ever go together... without a war at least... in the blink of an eye... those walls... Collapsed. I actually knew people who were Americans in the military and some of my German friends that were there. They were standing on the wall, standing there, watching it come down. And it happened overnight. It happened in the blink of cosmic time. The unification of Germany has always stood out to me as Something so big, generationally speaking, that I can't—I can't separate myself from it. It was a moment when all of humanity came together. There are stories where guards could have stopped it. They could have pulled their firearms and stopped people, trying to cross the border, but they didn't. It was a few individuals that just said, "That's it. We're done." It's enough. And let the people proceed through the checkpoints. The wall collapsed not because of politicians, not because of generals, but because of common soldiers, common citizens, human beings just saying, that's enough. We're not going to draw our arms on our fellow brothers and sisters. They just stopped. They let it happen. And when the collapse happened, the border completely collapsed. Completely. People brought trucks and um, construction equipment in and cranes, bulldozers, and tore the wall down. These were not soldiers. This was not politicians. This was working class. This was college. This was children this was the elderly this was everyone coming together and tearing that wall down one of my favorite scenes is watching a, a crane operator pulling a piece of the wall up and out of the out of way the way in the crowd around it not a military uniform in sight that's how I remember it Politicians take credit for things. It was wonderful that our president at the time said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. I was very proud of my president, uh, Ronald Reagan. I didn't vote for him, um, but he was acting very presidential. I, I, I like to think that he did a most wonderful thing that day. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. catalyst for that it starts back when the wall was built not giving up the Berlin airlift that was organized in the Kennedy administration it was a NATO project they kept coal and food and water and medical supplies coming into Berlin to keep that city from collapsing and being absorbed by the communist state Yes, it was a long generational fight. And yes, the military and poli- politicians were involved. But at the end of the day, when it collapsed, when it went away, when it disappeared from the human experience, it was when people like you and I said, That's enough. It's enough. It's over. That's it. It's done. When you've had enough of being lonely, it's time to act. And if you're listening to me right now, as I am standing alone in this room, of course you're here with your prescription, but we're going to suspend belief. (laughs) But as I'm alone doing this, I'm telling you the truth that you already know. You do not have to be alone, my friend. And you are my friend. You are a human being the same as I am. And you do not need, you do not need to choose. You do not have to accept being alone anymore. You have the right and the dignity to reach out And find someone. Make a friend. Join a group. Turn on the computer. Start clicking some keys. You know what your interests are. You know what your hobbies are. You know what your favorite TV show is. Reach out and find that group. Find those people. In your life. quit being alone as I've said before I have to choose to be alone in this world of interconnected minds I still have those same feelings you have right now and you may not believe me there are days when I see or interact hardly with any human being maybe a a clerk at a store or some attendant at a gas station always a kind word at least a eye contact always trying to make someone's day better and it does matter to me it does matter to me since I started getting into these conversations and ASMR and podcasting and making silly videos on YouTube. Something inside me changed as a human being. And I know not everyone accepts these kind of revelations, these kind of changes of heart, that your nature is still your nature. I was not always uh, the easiest human being to deal with, especially when someone crossed me or made my life difficult. I was always more than capable of being difficult in return, but something over time has changed me, and my heart is not as hardened as it was in the past. I am still capable of great ugliness, maybe that's the right word, ugliness, in my life, and I still can hurt someone's feelings, even those that I love with a cross word or a cross action I um uh, I was on vacation recently and I hurt my wife's feelings at an airport in a moment of confusion I said something and it was taken as a, a rude statement and I felt so bad because I didn't mean it the way it was interpreted but I realized immediately from her point of view there was no other way for her to take what was said I was just pointing at a door and I said you know well the open sign might have been a clue to where to go and I was very tired it was a very long day of traveling and I kind of said it in a joking way but I really hurt her feelings and I to this moment right now I, I regret that I did that and it's a small thing but I tell you that even a small, a small razor cuts, and it still bleeds. And you can kill yourself and others with the cuts. You know the 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 death of a thousand cuts. And we must work on connections and kindness and helping each other and. If you are alone and you're listening to me right now, as silly as it sounds, you can even write to me. You can stop by. Bring your prescription pad and we'll sit and talk about what you want to talk about. At the end of the year, and it's been a good year, I reflect on how many times I got to talk to people like you. And it was a good thing and it made me happy and I don't want to go back to the person I was or the person I've been I'm not ashamed or upset with that person but I am wanting to move on I want to grow as a human being and I want to keep changing as a human being I want to be the best human being I can be and if that means helping you talking to you getting to know you and see what makes you special that's a blessing to me I think sometimes we look at what you can do for me like you're nice to me you're kind you give me a hug you shake my hand we talk oh that was very good I feel so much better talking to that person they they made me feel good I don't think we realize it's not about me. It's the gift you're, we give each other of kindness, of the human spirit, the camaraderie and friendship. I don't think we realize what are we doing for each other. It's a two-way street. And I never get tired of it. My children very intuitive, very intelligent young men I have a daughter, but my sons are you know grown men, and they've you know have a very different perspective of their father, I think than my daughter does right now. She's still a- y- young girl, and Daddy's still this crazy guy she doesn't understand, but my son said, "You're like an introvert at home." You know, basically I live a monk's life, solitary solitary <laughs> confinement. I leave my neighbors alone. I don't bother anybody. I mind my own business. I don't socialize. I don't go out drinking very much. I'm just not into going to a bar and drinking with people. I just like to keep to myself and get my work done and try to build on the things I'm working on, like my video work, my podcast, helping everyone with conversation matters. These things are important to me and it takes time. And then I have a regular job. So, it, you know, on top of that, I don't have a lot of free time to begin with. And my sons were always saying, you know, you're, you're like an introvert in your regular life. But when you go on vacation or go to visit friends or family, it's like you're an extrovert. You just... Light up the the room. You grab people. You hug people. You pat people on the back. You always have a kind word for someone, a touch on the shoulder, Um, a joke, and a smile. And they're right. I. I think being alone or not getting to be around people on a regular basis makes me appreciate when I am around friends and family. And it is very special to me. And I want to I want to remember those moments where I actually maybe I made a connection and helped someone. And at the end of the day everything I do is free. A free a kind word, a smile, a pat on the shoulder, a hug. These things cost us nothing. Kindness costs us nothing. But it's worth a fortune in dividends. A kind word, a smile, an honest gesture, of sincerity pays dividends beyond the mountains of avarice you could possibly imagine we we have it inside ourselves to be very wealthy people and sharing your human experience taking the time to listen to a request To discuss loneliness at the holidays coming up with concrete ideas to work around that problem and letting you know that I am going to be alone just like you on Christmas Day and then explaining you know I actually am NOT If you think I'm joking, if you're sitting around on December 25th, Christmas Day this year, from 3 to 11, and you feel kind of lonely, no one wants to talk to you, or you just need a good laugh, shoot me a message on Twitter or an email at Couch Potato Theater, theater spelled T R E, at gmail.com. The information's in the link of this Conversation Matters podcast. Shoot me a message and I'll reply back. And I assure you, my friend, and you are my friend, you're a human being just like me. I assure you, you will not be alone that day. Not if I can help it. And not if you reach out to me. I know some things are silly and trite. Maybe this is a silly and trite little stunt I'm offering to you. (laughs) But I assure you, swearing on my kids' heads... You know I'm telling you the truth. You're not alone. And if you feel lonely. Make it stop. Reach out. You can do it. And you'll be happier for it. And I'll be happy. To share my time. And my life experience with you. So have no fear be courageous. Be brave this Christmas season. And make changes in your life that put these feelings of loneliness and being alone behind you. You can do it. I know you can. I really believe that. I know you can make changes in your life. We'll see you soon. And I dare you to test me on Christmas Day. I dare you. And we'll have a beer and we'll have a laugh. Maybe not a beer. No beer. I'll have the beer later when I get home. (laughs) How's that sound? We'll just pretend. Okay. Well, until I see you again, my friend, please take care. And have a most blessed day. Happy holidays and and God bless you. No matter what your religious denomination is. Your personal belief or lack thereof. An agnostic, atheist, it doesn't matter. I choose to say God bless you. But all are welcome at my table. And I mean that. That's the way it should be. So have a good day. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tierra de Hueyo. Remember to stay tuned for the next episode coming soon. When you have a moment... Please take the time to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardajueo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.